Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku the the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of November 20th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Oginki. Oginki, indeed. And you, Gray? What's happening, dudes? How's everybody been lately? We're alive. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that, that, that that's a good thing. That is a good thing. But yeah, with that, what have we been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Gray. I have been listening to almost exclusively Arashi with the exception of Dice. <laughs> and that has been, by and large, about everything I've been listening to. I did go back last night and listen to one of Dice's earlier albums. I listened to their 2017 album, which was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. And I've been listening to Face some more, and then I have been listening to a ton and ton and ton and ton of Arashi. Like, most of my free music time has been de- devoted to Arashi, so. So, mainly I've been listening to Arashi, then most of my staple. However, I was listening to some Kodakumi, just some of her older stuff, Sonomi, and a little bit of Edu, and a little bit of Melet. And just a few random things here or there. Went back to Ito Yuna with Endless Story. Did some karaoke. So I brought out some of my favorites from back in the day. Some Nakashima Mika. I did go back to Official Hige's Pretender just because it's so easy to do karaoke too. And Cream's Banana. And that's really about it. Mainly Arashi. What about you, Ken? Uh, so I went back to Hirai Dai's song, Stand By Me, Stand By You, because I ended up really, really liking that song, continuation for last week. And then I went into some heavy metal stuff by listening to Sim with their song, Killing Me. I actually really, really love that song. It's probably one of my favorite songs of all time, done by them. It's in full English, too. I do like the cover done by Rondo better, though, but that's just a personal choice. And speaking of Rondo... They're the group from D4DJ, and their newest single, Prayers, their debut single, Prayers, came out this past week, and I've been actually really liking it, and I've been looking forward to it a whole lot more. And after that, I've been listening to Back to Back by our Music Corner alum, Kumiko Yanagida. She just released a new song. It'll probably be her only song this year, but I am so happy she did, because I've been very excited and looking forward to this track. She's been teasing it for, like, the last week or two so been kind of excited about that besides that i also listened to mukai taichi and his supplement ep which i actually really really like and is probably going to be a future music corner person along the way so be on the lookout for that but besides that nothing too much there and with that let's continue on to the news here and Luna, you have the first crack, so why don't you go ahead? All right, so first up is I Don't Like Mondays. They're a four-member rock band, and they released their newest digital single, Entertainer, earlier this month, and it follows up Mr. Clever, which was released last month. It is a smooth rock track and is produced by Esme Modi. You can check out the video on our website, and also it is available on all digital streaming platforms. 
Continuing on up to the five-member rock band Bandmade, divulge more information about their upcoming album, Unseen World, that will release on January 20th of next year. This will be the band's fourth album and will be their first release under the new label Pony Canyon. As previously reported, their last single with the previous label, Nippon Crone, Different, will be released on December 2nd and will serve as the opening theme song for the upcoming sci-fi anime Log Horizon Roundtable Collapse, which will start airing in January. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the music video for The Dragon Cries on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about music group Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. As they've announced, they're going to be dropping their next single titled Almighty, Common no Yakusoku, featuring Kawakami Yohei. Uh, This is the opening for the current season of the long-running popular franchise Common Rider. Uh, This current season is called Kamen Rider Saber. The new single is also going to feature the ending theme song for the show, which is also called Kamen Rider Saber. Uh, It's being released in five editions, and there is a lot that goes into it. I definitely recommend checking out the article so you can definitely get the info on each individual edition. And um, we have their uh, music video for great... Conjunction 2020, uh, if you're unfamiliar with them, uh, so be on the lookout for that. You can get more all the details in the article, and the pre-order links for each edition are also on the site, so go check that out. Ahead of their upcoming debut album, Zero Zero, seven-member Japanese-Korean vocal dance unit Orbit released a music video for their lead track, Universe, on their official YouTube channel. And... The lovely music video features all the members in luxurious and powerful dancing expression on stage with the worldview theme centered on white. You can check out all the information about this on our site. As previously announced, it will only come with a standard and limited edition. Unfortunately, only the standard edition is available via CD Japan, so you can check out all the information about that on our site. And then continuing on up to popular boy outer group King and Prince announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled I Promise on December 16th. This will be the latest release done by the group since their album L.N. back in September and will be their sixth single overall. Continuing from last year's theme, I Promise will be a winter love song that will be used for the 2020 Christmas uh, commercial song for 7-Eleven. And the tune will be filled with unfulfilled feelings of a man who vowed to for his unrequited love for this one woman. You can check out all the information about this on our site. It includes four editions, or three editions, and an exclusive bundle edition via CD Japan on our site as well. Continuing on up the music video for the lovely track Summer Dream featuring Femme S Plus version was released on Avex's official YouTube channel. This is a collaboration between the lovely Japanese mannequin rap duo and the rapper Duke of Harajuku, who is from the music label Tokyo Vitamin. And this will be featured on his album, Razzle Dazzled, which also has a lot of interesting collaborations that he's done. This kind of diverges more into the lovely world so to speak that femme has been crafting as of late and it's going to be a music video that you can never forget 
be sure to check it out on our site. And it also includes the digital music streaming link for the track on our site as well. So go check it out. And as a unique twist, we have the lovely four-member Chinese and Japanese male dance group Warps Up have announced their latest release song, Hale Gale, was released on their official YouTube channel. And that it'll have a limited release in China. The music video was directed by the filmmaker Kenichiro Shimizu of, of creator of Tokyo Creative Group Pele and Real Rock Design. It's actually really, really interesting and it kind of goes into that warp feeling of what their title name is. You can check out all the information about this on our site including the music video for Haligali on our site as well. And speaking of Arashi, the five-member idol group Arashi released the collaboration music video Arashi 4 Dream Special Movie, which is a part of their Hello New Dream project, which is very interesting. It's pretty much the concept of wanting to support having dreams because it's difficult to see into the future because of everything that's kind of going on with 2020 and just how all the all the plans that they actually had for 2020 kind of went into smoke pretty much but it's very interesting because this was between a lot of big companies within Japan and eight of them actually supported the this particular music video and was featured fairly heavily and it's very interesting because it shows each member singing the track soloy um by each member which is very rare because they don't really do that it's a, a movie that you guys gotta watch it's very inspirational and i've watched this a bunch of handful of times already and i love it every single time so be sure to check out that special movie on our site moving on up to our next oracle we're going to be talking about male vocal dance unit exile as they've announced they're going to be dropping their 50th single titled Sunshine. New single is set to be released on December 16th. And this comes shortly after long-term member Exile Atsushi announced that he would be leaving the group. The new single is coming in five editions total. We have the full track listing on the site along with pre-orders for each edition. And we have their song For Love for a child if you uh want to check that out that is there for you as well all right so next up is millet drops teasers for her upcoming ep who i am that will be released on december 2nd the two teasers are of the hardest and one touch which gives you a good sneak peek into how this ep is going to be you can check out both teasers on our website and read a little bit more about them and next up is a personal favorite of mine is pop vocalist Leah is commemorating her 20th anniversary with a couple special releases. Those of you who don't know, she is renowned for her theme songs for anime and visual novels and is commemorating it with a couple albums. So the first will be her 20th best album, which will be released on November 25th. And then the second release is a 20th anniversary special live 2019 at Toyasu Pit. And that will be released on the same day. And not to mention, she also released two digital albums on October 28th. Leah 20th Anniversary Another History and Leah 20th Anniversary Brilliant Memories. Both of those are currently streaming on all digital platforms. 
And if you've not heard her music, this is a great way to get started and hear some of her most famous songs, such as Tori no Uta from Air, along with Farewell Song, My Soul, Your Beats from Angel Beats. And you can actually order all of the, you can order two of those releases on our site. You can check out the track listing for everything. And we have the links if you have Apple Music on there, along with the cover art and a special preview video of these releases. And next up is Mide Toyama. Pop, she is a pop vocalist and Music Corner alum, has released her latest digital single and music video for Ia Ia on November 3rd. It is a Ia Ia is a mid-tempo pop song that has some R&B influence. And you can check out that music video on our site and read a little bit more about it as well. And continuing on up to three-member rock band, Helsinki Lamba Club released a music video for their track, Namuta Fushite, on their official YouTube channel. Releasing across all digital music streaming platforms, the track was originally produced eight years ago during the quote-unquote pretend era of the band and has undergone a major remake. The updated version is included on their new album, 11 Plus 2 Over... 12 plus 1 that will release on November 25th and it is very interesting because it was shot on a 8mm film so it has that retro feel the album will be released on a CD only center edition and you can check out all the information about that on our site including the music video in question on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article we're going to be talking about five member boy group Mad Kid as they've announced they're going to be dropping their very first EP titled Reboot which is set to be released on February 3rd. 2020 has been a fairly quiet year for the group uh, with their only sing- only release being the single Rai 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 which came out back in on August 5th. Uh, before then uh, their last release was their album Circus which was all the way back in April of last year. Reboot is being released in two editions total. We have all the details for it on the site along with the pre-order links for any excited person like myself and we have their music video for Rai 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 in the article as well for everyone to check out. And continuing on, uh, vocalist Kreva announced that he'll be releasing a brand new single titled Fall in Love Again on December 23rd. Originally performed during his online portion of the 908 Festival Online 2020 back in September, he'll be continuing the trend of teaming up with other vocalists, this time around being the lovely Daichi Miura. The release of, alongside the release of the song will be his previous collab track, Tampopo, that will feature the vocalist Zorn, that was released digitally back in October, and it'll include both the instrumental for this song and Fall in Love Again. You can check out more information about this on our site. Oh, it's dropped with two editions, and you can check out the teaser for Fall in Love Again on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about long-running idol group Morning Musume. As they've announced, they're going to be dropping a brand new double A-side single titled Junjo Evidence and Gusaretai Dake Nanoni, which is set to be released on December 16th. Uh, the announcement came during the group's 24th birthday event, uh, which was held on October 30th. Uh, this new release comes 11 months after their last release, which was uh, Kokoro and Karada Lovepedia Ningen Kaneki no Weiwei, uh, which dropped back in January. 
Um, the new release, the new single is being released in a whopping five editions. We have all the details that you need to know on the site, along with a complete track listing, a pre-order link for each edition, and their last single for everyone to check out. So the dance and performance troupe Shit Kings released the video performing Charlie Chaplin's The Dictator's Final Speech on their official YouTube channel. It's, it's very interesting that they released this particular video. It was released 80 years after the film was released, and it pretty much has that one-two punch of the message to have hum- humanity and kindness to make the world a better base kind of thing. And it's very interesting that they released this now. You can check out all the information about this on the site, including a little interview that we got from them on about the, the video on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about alternative idol group Devil Anthem. As they've announced, they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled Up, which is set to be released on November 25th. The new single was released as part of the pop culture event at Jam. And the collaboration label Music at Note by Tower Records following their previous work versus uh, Up includes a rap part where the members introduce themselves in order. Up is being released in a single CD only edition. So we have the pre-order link for that up on the site along with their last single versus if you've never heard of Devil Anthem and you want to check them out. That's where you would want to do it. And continuing on, vocalist Mika Nakashima announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album titled With on December 2nd. This will be the latest release done by Nakashima since Joker back in October and will bookend her 20th year anniversary in the music industry. Using the theme of companionship, With will feature tracks that the artist had collaborated with along her illustrious career. Releasing with 16 tracks total, it will include a bunch of interesting tracks one of them of note for me it is koi and and love addiction which is one of my favorite songs by her it released with a cd only standard edition and you can check out all the information about that on our site including the music video for the track justice on our site as well Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about folk singer Minami Kizuki as she's announced she's dropping her 10th album titled Reflection, which is set to be released on January 27th. The new album will contain the Japanese theme for the live action remake of Mulan, which is also titled Reflection. The original English version of the song Reflection was actually sung by pop star Christina Aguilera. Reflections being released in two editions total, Ace, and you can find out all the details on our site, along with a little short video that of hers for her song One, which is for anyone who has never heard of her and wants to check her out. And then vocalist So Good announced that he'll be releasing a brand new album, Strawberry Gun St. Bernard, on December 9th. This will be the latest release done by the vocalist since... His self-named album, So Good, back in October of 2018, and will be his second album overall. The lyrics, composition, arrangement, vocalist, and guitar is done by the vocalist himself, and will release with nine tracks total, and will include previously digital singles, Osoroshiku, Asobiki, Kodomo Tachi, and Best Youth. 
You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the music video for his track, Crispy Donut, on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Rock Band, The Bodies, The Bodies? I've never quite known how to pronounce their bodies? name. Bodies? Like bodies? Bo- yeah, that, that's what I, That's in my mind, that's how you would say it. It's spelled B-A-W-D-I-E-S, The Bodies. Uh, but they have released their latest uh, music video on their official YouTube channel, which contains them performing in front of a large crowd for the first time in eight months. The song that they performed is their song Blue God, and it's a pretty cool song. I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, we have the link in the site, so definitely give that a listen to. They also just recently dropped their release, uh, Skipping Stones and Let's Go Back EP, which was released on a vinyl edition. It's already out, so if you like Blue Gods, this is definitely something you might want to look into picking up. Uh, we have the order link uh, on the site, so definitely go check that out. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about them as they've dropped their music video for their debut single, uh, La La Rendezvous, which is currently out. Van Mun is a partnership of Vambi, uh, which is a former Visual K singer, and Yoon, who's a formal idol that was part of BSJ. La La Rendezvous is about friendship between a man and woman. Uh, the video features the two singers dancing around in PJs and getting up to hijinks. The pre-order links weren't up at the time of writing the article, and it's already out now, so definitely check out the song, and if you're interested, you can go order La La Rendezvous. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about popular boy group J01 as in order to build hype for their upcoming album, they released their latest music video titled Shine a Light. This is for their first album, The Star, which is set to be released on November 25th. Uh, the music video focuses on the theme of intersecting space-time and is set in a huge scrambled intersection in a fictitious city. The thoughts of the members living on different timelines are blended together for an interesting video like no other. We have the music video in the article along with the pre-order links for each edition it's being released in four editions so definitely check this out we also have a complete track listing with each edition so if you're a jo1 fan this is definitely something that you should be on the lookout for and with that let's continue on to our last piece of news here and the initial artist list for the 71st NHK Kohaku Utagasen has been revealed. Currently, there are 41 acts total, with 20 from the red team and 21 from the white team, with newcomers Juju, Baby Metal, Millet, Tokyo, Tokyo Jihan, and Niju from the red team making their debuts, and Stones, Snowman, and Ato from the white team making their debut as well artist green will also be making a special guest appearance and this will also be their first time being a part of the kohaku as well and of note sakurazaka 46 will also be part of the of the program as well making their first big stage debut for the group since rebranding from kiyakizaka 46 so i want to kind of go into depth with here with the artist list 
being available now because we were talking about oh yeah any minute now the the list is going to be announced and i had a bad i had a good feeling that it was going to come out within the next week or two and sure enough four days later it came out oh you called it you called it when i saw it i was like i was i I texted ken off site i was like you called it man you called it. it this is crazy yeah so like of things of notes is there any artist that you can't wait to actually watch Saraji Luna first. So there's a couple that I'm very excited about. Should I just start naming them off? Yep, yep. So Millet is one I am super ecstatic about just because she's been a growing artist in the industry and I have an idea of what she will sing live, but I, I'm just so happy to see her on here. She well deserves it. Another one that I'm looking forward to is Tokyo Jihan. So they're they're one that I greatly enjoy. Juju is a big one as she's had two great releases this year so far. And it'll be her first Kohaku. So I think seeing her live on a Kohaku will be fantastic. Aimeon, as I love her. And I'm just so happy she's doing well. And there are other ones I'm excited about like Lisa... And Little Glee, because they always have great performances. But for the white team, Arashi, just because they've had some great releases this year in general. And they're celebrating a big milestone as well. So, And then another big one I am actually excited about is Ato, as his song has been dominating the charts. And I'm glad they picked someone like him and put him on here because that was unexpected and really for the guys not too many it's mainly the girls i'm more excited about the red team i'm more excited about than anything and what about you gray yeah there's a lot of really exciting artists i i remember when i saw this list it was a lot to get excited about i think the one that really surprised me the most is baby metal and i'm very eager to see what baby metal is going to do on that stage i don't know if i'll like the song or not but that's going to be a performance and entertaining entertainment at its finest. So that was definitely a shocker. I, I could not believe it when I saw that. I am super hyped for Sakurazaka 46. I was a little surprised. I mean, I know they've been there in the past as Keakizaka 46. but And I figured like they might take the year off to see how the new branding does. But no, they're, they're right here. So they're going to do their first performance. And it's going to be interesting without Hirate Yurina there. So I am pretty eager to see how that performance shakes out. It's it's going to be quite interesting. And that's about it for the girls. Obviously, I like Lisa's probably going to do is it Homura. Like that's probably the song she's going to do. I I don't see her doing any other song than that. And but I'm looking forward to it. Little Glee is going to knock it out of the park. They usually have a good performance. Uh, Perfume usually has a pretty psychedelic performance, so I'm, I'm eager to see what they're doing. Uh, for the white team, uh, Arashi, I think, is going to have a knockout performance. And if my math is correct, this is like one of the last ones that they'll probably do before they go on hiatus. So I'm expecting big things. I, I don't know if we'll get big things or not due to the ongoing situation. That It might be more of a tone down this year. Who knows? But either way, it'll be interesting to see what they do. 
Ato is very exciting. I'm very eager to see him live on stage. I am very excited also about uh, Stones and Snowman. I mean, I'm more of a Snowman fan than I am a Stones fan, but, you know, they've had a really good first year, especially considering the times in which they debuted. And to see them up on the stage is going to be pretty exciting. I think they're going to have a pretty good stage performance. And I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, they're they're not in the white team, but Green's going to have, like, I'm very excited to see Green on here. Like, they're a great band, and I'm, I'm eager to see what they're going to do. How do you feel about this, Ken? So, first and foremost, lovely Miyama Hiroshi is going to be on there. So, you know what that means? Good old freaking Kindamas once again. No, no. No! Did they get the thing last year? Nope. Remember, nope. they failed. Oh, and, yeah. Yep. Like, and, I told, and, I, and I told you that they're probably going to do it again this year to make it a big old thing. And as soon as I saw Miyama Hiroshi, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's probably going to do good old Kintama, uh, Kintama again. So I'm like, hmm. Oh, so I, I, I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, he's probably going to do the, the Kendama stuff. Uh, artists of note here, Baby Metal is a very interesting one, but the reason why I think they're on here this year is because they didn't have a world tour. Usually they have a world tour around this time, and that's why they usually don't show up for the Kohaku. So I'm very because of everything that's going on this year, it's no surprise that they were able to stay, so they finally probably took the acceptance for the yes here. Another thing of note is no 48s. It's only the 46s this year. So that kind of goes in my theme of, yeah, I think slowly but surely they might phase out the 48s in relevancy. I mean, the 48s are having their own Kohaku thing, which is going to be taking place like the like a couple of days beforehand. But usually that performance usually sets the Senbatsu list for who's going to show up on the real Kohaku. But because they're not showing up this year, it's very interesting what they're going to do this year. Obviously, Lisa's going to be a big thing. They're probably going to have Gorenge and Homura, to be honest. They'll probably just do a different rendition of Gorenge. Because, I mean, it's been on here for the majority of the year. So, so I can kind of see that being another thing. Perfume, I can't wait to see them just be set outside again on the roof. So, they always try to do something special for them. So, who knows where they're going to go this year. Uh, Se Matsuda Seiko, that's another artist I'm kind of interested in. But, out of the new ones here, I mean, you have Juju which I'm very excited for. Amyon is also on here this year, so I'm very excited to see what song from hers is going to get the Kohaku bump this year. I already have a kind of good idea of which song that is, but it'll be good to see it again. Obviously, for the white team, we have Arashi. Arashi is probably going to go all out. They're probably going to perform Kite again, possibly. But we'll see here. Ito is also very interesting. Kim Prince is also very interesting. But I can't wait to see that. You got Stones and Snowman on here. I wonder if they're going to do a tag off and have a back-to-back -back performance. So, we'll see here. But, besides that, what artists that are you guys surprised that 
aren't going to be on this list. We already know one, which is Kenshi, because he hates he hates the Kohaku, so we already know that. But is there any other artist that you guys are surprised about not being on this list? The 48, but you kind of mentioned that already. Yeah. That's a big one. And Yao Sobi, as they've been knocking it out on the Oricon charts lately, so I feel like that's a huge one. And Yorushika as well. Because they've been also a pretty big hit on the Oricon too. And Twice. However, I know Twice recently released their second Korean album. So I have a feeling they'll be celebrating New Year's in Korea. And on one of the, probably the MBS, KBS, one of their channels over there. Yeah, I can't really add too much uh, besides what Luna said. I can think of it like a couple of like pet pet groups that aren't on there. I wish were on here, uh, but I can understand why they're not on there. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't throw them out there as for this contention. But yeah, I think the biggest one besides Kenshi would be uh, Yalsovi because they they've had a phenomenal year and. To not be on here is a little bit of a miss, especially since you have Eito uh, coming on, and it's just kind of weird. But you know, maybe they reached out to Yasovi and they weren't interested, so it's very possible. You never know with these things. And it's another thing too, because they are digital creators, so I think they just don't want the public eye. Yes, that's another, yes. that's another thing that I also kind of think of because if that you see, sense. like, same for Yoroshika, she's also a digital artist, so I don't know if she wants the whole world knowing who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it might be hard to do something digital without being on stage or someone actually seeing who you are, being in a Kohaku. So that could be a major. Yeah, which is the thing for me, how Green is going to pull this off, because they mask themselves. They No one knows who they are. But, I mean, they can get up on stage and wear a mask. I mean, yeah. you have the... They've had Sekai no Awari up there, and we've seen that guy but in his clown mask. Th- the thing is, you're actually performing a band. He's just standing there and going, yo, yo, yo. Not oh, saying that, that, not saying that that takes enough energy as performing. It's a little bit more difficult in concept. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like Man with a Mission has it down. However, I mean, also doing that and practicing in a mask is a whole different thing. So they'd also have to find how they want to portray themselves if they were going to sing live. And that's difficult in itself. It should be, there just should be giant teeth up there on the stage because they're all dentists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I the only way I could kind of see it is do a Man with a Mission kind of thing where it's just teeth, just a smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, out of Yasobi and Yoroshika, I can kind of see why they wouldn't personally want to do it, because they are digital creators. So, there, there's that. Uh, just a couple of things, I don't know, for, like, the male side. I'm surprised you didn't say DICE. Or BTS, well, but uh, I would well, feel BTS, like they're doing stuff BTS in Korea. Pro- no, not only that, I don't think well, they have the money for well, BTS. Well, I, I think I think Dice has had a great. Uh, that, that, that's who I was alluding to, and I said like I got a couple of pet pet groups that I would love to see on there, but I understand why they're not. Like Dice has had a fantastic back end of the year, but you know at the same time there's they're they're I would say they're in the middle. They're not small by any means, but they're not. 
nearly as big as a lot of the groups. And I mean, you look at the list, none of like AVEX or LDH is really on here. Like none of the exile groups. Yeah. Like, like generations is it though. Johnny. That's that's another group too. I'm like, why isn't exile on here? Because it is their 20th year. Yeah. Don't, but I, 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 I think, I think Johnny's just had a stellar year. And Johnny's really ate up all the oxygen. I mean, they can only have so many people on the stage. And, I mean, John, Johnny's gets bigger and bigger every year. No, Especially I, I, with the I, addition I, I, of... I, I completely understand that. But the thing yeah. is, you got other groups that, personally, I don't think... I don't, I don't want to say ill of the people that are, are on here. But there are groups that I think they could have made room for. for yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean there there could be. I I, I totally agree with you because like man, I would love to see Dice up on stage. I don't know what song they do, probably Dreaming On, but you know, uh, I I could I can kind of see why they wouldn't be up there. You know, it's a solid list at the end of the day, and and I I mean I I like the list. I I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a fun. Two hour, uh, no, two hours, no, four, two hours, hours, four, four hours, four hours, four hours, hour, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I, I lost, I lost, I lost, uh, I don't know what I said to. Like, like that's why I was like, I was thinking because 2020 has been one of those years where, uh, it, it's been a bad year for everyone. And mm. so, there, like, I, I've taken that into consideration. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't know if like they should be up on here. Like personally, I would love like color creation to be up there, but th- like they don't have the numbers to get up on the stage, and they and well, they're also, on hiatus. Yeah, they're all, they'll be on hiatus by the time yeah. this airs. So. Yeah, but overall, I I, I do I, I really like this list, especially like you know they had a ton of debuts for the for the red team with Sakurazaka, Juju, Tokyo Jihen, Niju, Baby Metal. I mean, they just millet i mean that's a lot that's a lot to debut compared to the uh, the men who only have stones and snowman and ato so it it it's interesting i i do think they could have mixed it up a little bit more on the white team uh but I, the the white team the big returners are i mean i i will say this much uh official hige dandism has had a good year but they haven't had a standout song for me, so I I would be okay if they weren't up there. But uh, I understand I mean, why they're on this. I understand. They're EP'd you also, you really go, good. You, you also go with sales wise, like you just said. Even yeah. though they weren't agreeing with you, their sales. Their EP sold, and it remained in the charts, even though we weren't a big fan of it. Yeah, it was on there for weeks and weeks on end. So I'm not surprised to see them on there. Oh, oh! I wasn't shocked. I was expecting it. I would have been surprised if they weren't. But I was like, eh, I mean, there's a couple on here. I guess I would boot. Like, I, I don't need to see the Kodama dude again <laughs> doing the Kodama thing. But uh, one day, one day he's going to get in the Guinness Book of World Records, and then we'll never see it again. And it'll be a good day for us all. <laughs> I thought he did make the Guinness Book of World Record a couple years ago. Yeah, he did two years ago. He did it again yeah. last year to just one up that again. So that's that what no, I thought. That no one could ever do it, and he only did yeah. it by one extra person, which is pretty funny. So, uh, and like, you know what? Yeah. I, I hope. I just hope that he fails again, so we just see him next year. That's uh. a personal personal. Have I, torment, have I hurt torment. you or anything? Like, are you trying to attack me personally? Yes. 
Oh my lord. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There, there's but, a couple of groups on here, like personally, Yuzu. I, I mean, I respect Yuzu as a group, and they've been on here for a while. But as we discussed off air, they haven't had a single release really this year that I know of. No, they haven't. So the one I'm curious about is Mishia, is what they're going to do with her, because this came out before her accident. Yeah. So she fell off a horse and broke her spine. So she's going to have six weeks until she can recover from her accident. And this list came out beforehand. So I, I know we got about roughly six weeks till New Year's, if you think about it. Yeah. And but, I mean, they're pushing it anyway, but the thing is, I'm pretty sure they'll probably, if she can't be on stage, they'll just video her. That's what I'm thinking. They'll video her or she won't do anything super extravagant, like move around too much. She'll probably just be sitting down on yeah. stage, yeah. you know, and not like last year where, I mean, her performance was spectacular. Yeah, she was, but that she was, was going all out last year. <laughs> oh my God, she went all out and it was amazing. And so I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen with her performance and she, you know, if she's going to keep the same songs or if she's going to have to change up her set list due to what happened. Yeah. I'm also kind of interested on what Hikawa Kiyoshi's going to do because he's been trending away from from Inca as of late. His last two releases have been a little bit more zesty to yes. say the least. So it'll be very interesting to see what track list he'll do this year. So I mean, last year they were going all in about the the, the what was it the anime stuff. So that's why he did the Dragon Ball Super song. So I don't know what song he's going to do this year. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like last year was really anime heavy. I I was surprised at how anime heavy it was. Well, during that time, remember we were Olympics. We, yeah, we were thinking the Olympics was yeah. going to happen, so they were trying to go towards a more international audience. That's why they had. And um, Aquars and Token Rabu on there. Yeah, and and I mean we could see a, a repeat of that. Like I wouldn't be too shocked if uh, the Stone song is the song that we're going to talk about a little later when we're doing the Oricon. Like that very oh, well yeah. could be the song. No, I can see yeah. Stones doing that. I can see, I can see Mr. Children saying Adashia or whatever. Yeah, I can see them doing that because of the Pokemon thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lisa pretty doing sh- Homura and Gurenge. Yeah, I'm that's sure. a given. Like like I said earlier, I'm pretty sure Lisa is probably going to do just a different rendition of. Garenge because yeah. yep. as much as I would love to see her other stuff on here it's it's sad to say she's mostly going to be known internationally for those two songs yeah yep. Demon Slayer I, I'm curious what Millet will do I think she might do her new single I, I, but I, I think she'll do a medley to be perfect yeah honest. and if she does it'll be I would like to see her do Tell Me however that's only if they go with the anime theme but i can see her doing probably inside you and her newest one along with a couple ones off her album too this is also very interesting to for nogizaka and kiyakizaka for that matter well i guess the 46s in general because they probably only had one release this past year so yeah yeah and and both of them weren't strong in my mind (laughs) oh the 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 only release nogizaka had was my shiraishi's graduation song (laughs) And that bombed out of hell, in my personal opinion. But mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't have it without my Shiraishi. 
No, no, you can't. Because she's the center of that song. So I don't know if they'll do that song or not. I mean, there was other songs on that release. They might do one of those instead. Uh, also, also with the ongoing crisis, I don't know how packed they want that stage. So they might do one of the smaller songs where you only get like a couple of members of the group. I mean, and that's not probably the, the whole that's shebang. probably what's going to happen. I don't yeah. like what I think is going to happen is they're going to only have half that hall filled. Oh, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I, I don't half think the hall filled and like a quarter of the acts being on stage. And also the last part of that, the their their whole ending theme song that they always do at the end of the end of the year. I don't know how they're going to do that unless they show them all wearing masks. Yeah, that's a personal thing. <laughs> um, I I will say I've seen pictures of Dice performing in see-through masks. Yeah. So they they might be using those. Are which... those plastic plastic yeah. guards not like stage yeah. stage shows have those plastic guards when they perform? So that's another thing. The face shields. Probably. Yeah, the face shields. It's yeah. Like, it's like one that specifically that just covers. Like, yeah. I'm trying to imic the, imitate yeah. the, 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 it, the shield. Yeah. It's like that. The, <laughs> oh, no. Like, they they kind of got that on point. So, I mean, oh, I could see them doing that. So It was weird because I wasn't used to seeing it. I think it's yeah. perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I saw it. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Oh, but I guess it works. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I already know what Niju is going to do. They're going to do freaking make you happy. And I'm going to yep, go fucking no doubt. freaking crazy. I mean, that's their biggest I mean, it's hit just, and it's, it's still trending. Song, so so. It, it's... You know, that'll be like one act we write off and we'll just keep going. It'll be fun. I would yeah. like to see them do a melody and and do Make they, You Happy. They and are like going to do a medley because by the time this happens, I think the album's going to come out. Yeah, so they'll, just, they'll do a mixture, just which will be good. I mean, I'm, I'm still curious to see it because I would like to see them perform this live. And I think, you know, seeing what kind of show they'll put on. I'm kind of curious what Aimeon's going to do because, I mean, I feel like her her latest album was good, but I just have mixed feelings. Like, How Do No He is still my favorite song from it. But Like, like I said, she's probably going to do Hadaka no Kokoro. I mean, that's... Probably. That's yes. also one of her... Her bigger songs this year. Yep. So. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember the name of it, but it's like, I know she had a song, and it wasn't as big as, like, Marigold or Haruno He, but it was still pretty big. I mean, it was it's on the charts for a good solid two months. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, for it'll probably you, be the they, one she does. They'll have, an out, they'll have a single in, like, beginning of December, so that's probably going to be what they're they're gonna do they're gonna do step and step and then they're gonna probably end with make you happy make you happy and yep. gonna, everyone's gonna be doing the stupid dance and I, I can i can see it already wait for all those tiktoks yep 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 i can't wait to see the oh the the official nhk oh uta kohaku uta gakusen tiktok and just seeing everyone doing the dance so it's like yep uh stones stones and snowman I think they're going to do that song they did together, which I can't think of the name of it, where they did the Stones versus Snowman. D, For some reason, I'm blanking. D, D, and something else. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just blanking on it right now because it's been a while. I can see them doing that together, doing something together, but then I can also see them each doing their own separate singles as well, their own separate songs. Yeah, so, like, I... They'll... Personally, I think they're going to do the cross promotion thing where they're gonna be like oh yeah we, we came up together kind of thing but mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing them solo 
I would like to see him solo. I think it would be kind of interesting if they could find a way to do their solo, but then integrate as the, yeah. you know, how they started Le- off in their verses. Lead to lead to, like, one is, one is going to do Imitation of Rain, and then I'll lead into uh, DD, and then they do their other song kind of thing. Yes. I, I think know. that would be actually really interesting, and I'm curious how they're going to do those two groups. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see how they'll, they'll do that. Junretsu, it's also another interesting act i like to see but they're always so very interesting because we usually hear nothing about them and then somehow they show up in the kohaku and they have a really good song like the, the mm-hmm. happy birthday song they did last year with all the mama songs was was really cute and i like that so that that's a personal thing for me but they they always come out of nowhere that i'm kind of just like oh, oh yeah i see you i see you kind of thing hiromi go is also another interesting act that i don't know i can see them doing his his song for the little vita loca oh goldfinger yeah Goldfinger. i think that was the japanese title yeah i i feel like that's just a major thing for them to do each time yeah i mean every time he shows it's up, a crowd I always, pleaser I, I always think he's gonna do that so yep so this will be very interesting because we have been a little bit more acquainted with Adashi now what song do you guys think Odyssey is going to do? I, I'm i honestly thinking this is going to be hard. I, I have a feeling they're going to do a melody, a medley. And because they did Turning Up last year. And as much as I want to say they're doing it this year, I don't think they will. I honestly think they might include whatever you call in it. And... Mm, I don't know. I I would like to see them maybe do this is Arashi, like their or I mean their first song Arashi and then kind of flow into like Love So Sweet and some of their more popular tracks, but I just I honestly don't know because it's such a big year for them. They could go either way, do a medley of some of their most popular songs or their reborn songs or they could go with their newest ones. That since their album just dropped, they could pick a few off there, like Party Starters, whenever you call, turning up and do a medley. Yeah, I, I agree with Luna. I really think that, you know, they're probably going to do a medley. I don't see them not doing one. And if they would sing their first single, that would be really cool. But I, I, they, they've had such a extensive career there's no telling the Tokyo Olympics got postponed a year. So it's supposed to be next year. So they could do kite again and they could, they might incorporate the Olympic stadium a little bit more that they just built and haven't been able to, to use. So I wouldn't be too shocked if we get to see that thing again, somehow, some way it'll be interesting to see. I do I do think they're going to go out big, whatever they do. Uh, it's going to be a like they're going to leave it all out in the field, as the saying goes. So uh, anyway, it floats. I'm, I'm I'm eager to see what they do. Yeah, so I agree with you guys. I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to do a medley. They're probably going to do Adashi and they're probably going to implement all their popular songs. And I think they would end it with Kite. Just as a inspirational kind a kind of 
end, so to speak. I don't know if they'll perform it at the at the stadium per se, or they'll have to do another cut from them being at the stadium for it. I don't know if they're going to use it or not. It'd be interesting to see if they are going to use the same. Personally, it'd be very interesting if they filmed the entire thing at the stadium because it's open air. They don't need to worry about yeah about it. Well, about it, it it's open air going on. and it's way more space. Yeah. Yeah. And because if they're not going to have people, so to speak, it's, it, it'd be better in my mind to have it there. Like you just said, Gray, they're not using the darn thing, so you might as well just. Yeah, just yeah. Use I mean, it there. I mean, you, 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 you have millions of taxpayers' money built up in that stadium. I mean, I think that would be a good use for it is to, to do host the uh, show. I hadn't even thought about doing the whole show there. I figured they might do like a couple on location sort of like like, like, there, like they always do because they always do countdown they always do a collaboration with countdown some way yes. somehow so i don't even know who would be their countdown collaborator so to speak they always in- introduce like one or two more artists that we usually don't really pay attention to and then when we see them again they're just like oh kind of thing <laughs> but it's very interesting to kind of see this but like like i said like you were saying earlier i I honestly wouldn't mind if they just did the whole darn thing at the stadium because originally they were going to knock down that stage and rebuild it, if I remember correctly. But That sounds right. I think I remember reading something about that. So it'll, it'll be very interesting regardless, and we look forward to this at the end of the year. But with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And this week was... Was interesting. I'll say that much. It definitely was. Yep, yep, yep. Let's start off with number ten. It is "Stand by Me, Stand by You" by Hidai Dai once again. Good to see them. So good to see it on here, and I've been loving it ever so much. So this week it sold that lovely sixteen thousand four hundred seventy-six points, and going on uh, is "Sanbun Shometsu" by King New. It's very interesting to see this on here again because we thought that it probably would be gone again, <laughs> personally. <laughs> but this week it's a lovely 16,636 copies. And speaking of Need You, Make You Happy is there at number 8. And this week it's a lovely 18,875 points. And going on up to number 7, it is I Can Stop Me by Twice. I can't wait to see how the Japanese version for this song is going to be. So once it, that happens, we'll have the improved numbers for this once again. Or I wonder if they're going to make a different skew because it is the Japanese version. Hmm. It'll it'll probably be a different skew because usually when they do the Japanese version, they, they, they it, it's, Japanese. A, it's its own entry. So yeah. And they'll include the cover art too, if I remember correctly. Yep, yep, they will. Uh, so this week, I Can't Stop Me sold a lovely 19,282 copies. And going on up, it is Yodini Kakeru by Yao Sobi. It, it, it is what it is. We've seen them a bunch of times on here, and it's a shame that they won't be on the Kohaku, but I understand the reason why they probably wouldn't be on. But this week it sold a lovely 23,057 points, or copies, or points. I've been saying copies all wrong. <laughs> and going on up to number five, it is Niji by... Misaki Suda, so 
this was very interesting, if I remember correctly. This was being used for the Stand By Me Doraemon film, the sequel to that. And how'd you guys feel about this track? I'll talk about this, how I feel about it first. Let's let's have the Misaki Suda lover here. How'd you like Philip? I think he knocked it out of the park, and you are correct. This is being used for the upcoming Doraemon movie. I I really like this. This song was it's supposed to be like a wedding anthem and a wedding theme, and you can really hear it in this song. It's very nice. It's very pretty. Uh, Masaki Suda just really brings his awesome vocals to this song, and I I, I loved it. But I don't know if there. It'd be it'd be hard for me to not like a Masaki Suda song. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of him, and I I think he he knocked it out of the park with this, uh, and uh, I think um, this song is going nowhere. This song is just getting started. I don't think it's going to be as big as Lisa, but uh, we'll see the song more, especially because it's not even out yet physically. This is just digital and streaming, and I think this is one of his best songs. It's he hasn't done a whole lot this year. I Like I said, I really, really like this song. I thought it's wonderful. It's very nice. And Masaki really, he does stay in his lane. I will say this is a safe song for him. He doesn't really experiment too much with it. But I think he does what he needs to do. And it's it shows really well. So I found it enjoyable. I mean, he had really good vocals. It was a great composition. And you get that feeling of emotion when he is singing Nietzsche. And I think it fits perfect for Doraemon. I mean, just knowing the show and I think it'll, it's a good fit. So I enjoyed it. And I don't have too much to say, to be honest. I recommend just checking it out and listening for yourself. I mean, for me, it's, it's all right. I can see why you would really like it, Gray. It is a very good wedding tune and his vocals are on point for it. But I don't know, it's 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 not doing it for me personally. <laughs> like the spoiler alert number one isn't really doing this year was or this week was kind of a drag overall musically. I I, I was listening to past songs that I thought was much better in my my opinion. But out of the two songs, Niji was probably one of the better songs for the newcomers and I can only see this going up like you were saying earlier because they didn't even have a, a physical release for this once the physical release for this comes out I'm pretty sure the Stand By You movie is going to sell gangbusters especially because they're bookending the Doraemon story regardless I mean Niji is a great track and it kind of does in tells that wedding theme because it includes a wedding scene between the the two main characters in Doraemon that I'm just forgetting because I, I know the gist of the story. I'm not following all too much. But it's very interesting to kind of see the wedding take place because it does happen in their continuity or in their canon. Anyway, I'm talking about timelines at this point because time travel. <laughs> but regardless, Niji was great. And I can only see it going up from here. This week it sold a lovely 24,216 points. Going on up, it is by Lisa. To be honest, I'm I'm getting pretty sick of seeing Gorenge. I love it. I love it to death, but I want something else there for love of God. Regardless, Gorenge sold a lovely 28,342 points. Going on up to number three, it is Dynamite by BTS. Everything got a bump here. 
and <laughs> I mean it's BTS and it's Samsung that S20 line going up like crazy again but this week it sold that lovely 31,582 points and going on up it is home Homeworld once again at number two Stain, stain set at number two. So this kind of confirms our things that she is probably going to be female vocalist of the year. I would be shocked if it goes to somebody else at this it point. It could, it could go to Twice, but <laughs> oh, it, it could. But yeah. I don't think Twice has had nearly as good of a year as Lisa has. Yeah, it'll yeah. be very interesting. But we'll we'll see in about I want to say a month from now when all the charts gets finalized here. But it'll be very interesting to kind of see. I mean, Homura has been selling like hotcakes. It's selling over. It's still it sold nine nine ninety thousand points here. So I mean, it's still selling really well. It's still in the vernacular of mainstream here. So as long as that de- the Demon Slayer Mugen Train is going to be on in theaters, which it doesn't look like it's going to be away soon. I mean, Japanese theaters keeps popular movies in their their film wheel for a long time there was a movie called an zero that was released still in theaters a year and a half after its original initial run so you could still see that movie even though you could probably watch it on blu-ray but it'll probably cost more than just 15 dollars. but it just as long as demon slayer mugen train is going to be on there i'm pretty sure we're going to see homer over a while Regardless, this week it sold a lovely 91,218 points here. And going on up to number one, it is New Era by Stones. So what do y'all think about this track here? Uh, yeah, I really, really like this song. Well, I, well, let me rephrase that. I didn't really, really like it. I think it's their best song. And I don't I don't even think it's a competition. I think this is easily their best song. And it's, it's done in a different this is a more of a rock anthem than it is uh their typical pop and lock stuff and they start really going down a direction because they they also lean a little bit more into their vocal performances this time around so i i like it i I don't it's their best song i mean i don't love this song i'm not going to go out and buy it now i've only watched the first episode of yashahime and maybe as i watch episodes of yashahime the song will grow on me more but at this point in time, I will say that I like it, and I would like to see them continue down this road. I'm not hopeful. I think they did the. I think they did that for this one song, and then they're probably going to go back to their pop and lock stuff. So, I, and I'm, I'm going to enjoy it while they while they're doing it. And but we'll we'll see what they do. Uh, I I liked it though. I I think it's a good song. This is radically different than their other stuff. So if you've not been enjoying Stones definitely check out new era you might like that a lot more so it it actually was decent i mean it's not my favorite song of the week but i think for stones it's a step in a interesting direction as it is very different from their pop and lock stuff however it's still very poppy and you can definitely tell it is being used as an anime theme as when i was listening to it i totally forgot it was being used for yashihime and I was trying to figure out what anime it was being used for in my head while listening to it. And I actually thought of One Piece because it seems like it fit very well One Piece. Yeah, I could kind of see it, that. It's, it's catchy. I mean, I, I'm curious to see what they'll do next and what style they'll go with. I feel like this was kind of geared toward the more anime themed style. That's just how I felt about it. But I did like hearing more of their vocals come out in it. 
And I mean, it was it was all right. I mean, I, I I'd like to hear a little bit more from them to see what else they are capable of besides their pop and lock. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's very interesting. They're trying to have that mixture of their pop and lock stuff, especially with that 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 little breakdown. They have like mid song and a little bit of the pop rock stuff. It's very interesting. Uh, for for me, it's it's not working. It's their like you guys said, it's their best song personally. But I I I don't know if I would personally go out and and buy this this particular track if I were to see it on the shelf, so to speak. Like honestly, like both them and Snowman haven't been really doing it for me. But that's just my personal interest in them. And I mean, this kind of made me pay attention to them just a little bit more but to see what they also can do but i think if they didn't have that little breakdown in the middle i think it would have been okay in my personal opinion that little breakdown in the middle where they try to do that pop and lock stuff really kind of just like soured me on the song just a tiny bit from making it like a two to a one personally but it's interesting you guys should watch the music video it's available internationally so it's it's one thing they they kind of been toting that oh this is their first outdoor shoot kind of thing so but regardless it sold very well regardless what I have to say about it it sold over four hundred forty eight thousand two hundred and seventy eight copies it did on on streaming and and physical release here so well with that let's go on to the albums here. And this week at number 10, we have All In by Stray Kids. We got number 9, Stray Sheep by Inezza Kenshi. Number 8, it is Eyes Wide Open. Twice, Volume 2 by Twice. You got Super 1 by Super M. What's very interesting, at number 4, you have Need by Shibuya Saburu, which is really good. We got OO by Orbits. I knew it was going to get on here some way, somehow. And this is Odyssey at number 2. And Strawberry Prince by Sutopuri at number one now this is very interesting so continuing our talk from last week this is Odyssey only sold 38,000 copies so that kind of goes hand in hand that Kenshi is probably going to take male artists of the year and artists of the year in general yeah I think so too there's no way they can surpass a million at this point because they're still under 800,000 copies from what I remember last week so yeah last week they only sold like 669,000 copies something like that so I think it was like 699 yeah it was in the 600s because it was like just shy of like 700,000 and that's how I remember is they were so close to reaching it and this only doesn't even put you know I mean maybe they're about at 730 740 you know but let's just ETA 750 you know, hundred thousand. That's still a good amount away. And Kenshi's still selling. He's still in the charts. He just sold ten thousand more copies. But he's also streaming, yeah, download, so, and so CD. This is another thing too. So I wonder if they're going to start doing listings of physical and download and streaming. What is overall? Because I wonder how much of Kenshi was downloaded and streaming from its initial release that first month compared to physical. I knew physical, it sold well regardless, but I wonder if how big a chunk was the download and streaming part of it. I'm curious to that as well because I was back listening to Stray Sheep on Apple Music this week, even though I 
bought a copy and I have a physical copy, it's more convenient to stream it on Apple Music. Like if I'm driving, I can just stream it on my phone than taking my CD out because that's sometimes a hazard. So um, that I'd like to see that breakdown too and see how that really compares because you, you wonder, did Tenchi break a million physical copies? Yeah. You know, is he as much as Odyssey? If if I'm kind of looking in the physical copies right now, this week he only sold 4,000. So over half of it was streaming. Over half of that and ten that 10,000 was streaming. So I wonder how initial place took for Stray Sheep for this album. Wasn't, I, I thought it was around 800 and something thousand were physical like that first week. Yeah. But I can't remember the amount. I want to say it was like 887 because I feel like a lot more people bought it physically upon release. Like, you know, that's where they all came from. Then after that, I feel like more people streamed it than anything. So I I wonder, I would like to see a breakdown of all that just to see how that developed since oh, no. Stray <laughs> Sheep's first. Yeah, no, it, it, it's not going to reach regardless. So over the last two months, he reached over 190 copies, physical copies sold. And for the month of August, he sold 1.3 million. So oh, physically, physically 1.3 million. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, they're not yeah, gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Kenshi's gonna take Artist of the Year. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, we can hedge that bets now that probably Kenshi's gonna take number one. <laughs> but I mean, with that. I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. You can find us on all the social media stuff at Twitter and Instagram at Ongakudu. You can find the website at Ongakudu.com. You can also find our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ongakudu, where we have, if you don't like to listen to the episodes via podcast streaming services, you can listen to it on YouTube as well. You can also check out our affiliates, Karyu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer that does all the retro and horror retro games. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our other affiliate, Timber Taff, who is a variety streamer, and he is currently going through Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And you can check them out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-F-T. You can also check out our affiliate, Rose, who's your sister, Luna. And you can check her out at twitch.tv slash ringstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-E-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who is... Also a variety streamer, but lately she's been doing Zelda. She's also doing Majora's Mask, by the way. So it's very interesting to kind of see the dualities of Timber and Fangirl. But you can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with Fangirl, Timber, and Kyo called Podosaurus. This week, we once again, we talked about the our best and worst games of this past generation for the ps4 and the xbox one you can find all the hilarities that ensued with that you can check it out by looking up cart hunter same as his twitch handle on all podcast streaming services 
You can also check me out on Twitter at OTYCAN1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, I guess D4DJ right now, Bang Dream, the NFL. And well, they did have the NBA draft, but that, that was only a one thing. But did I also say Bang Dream? Bang Dream. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about mostly tokusatsu at this point. I am 12 episodes into Kamen Rider x Aid, so if you're a fan of tokusatsu or a fan of Kamen Rider, just follow me there. And you, Luna? You can find me on several social medias, such as Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, at Lunamaria87, and also Letterboxd. If you like movies, I want... I, Anything on there you can check out new, foreign, whatever, see what I'm watching and rating. And that's also Luna Maria87. And Instagram, I am Nerdy Collector Luna, where you can see pictures of my cat, my cat, anime Blu-rays, some music, and what I'm watching. Once again, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuryu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna saying thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. I hope you have a great rest of your week. This is great. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will be right back here next week. Bye-bye.